Welcome to House Talk, where we develop you from my home to yours. Today, we got a special guest. We have Technical Sergeant Erica Fabian Guzman from Airman Leadership School, Edwards Air Force Base. Super excited to have you today. No, it's, I'm happy to be here. It's a good time. So, okay, no, tell the audience uh, who you are a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am originally from California, born and raised. I have been in the Air Force for about eight and a half years, about to hit that nine-year mark in December. I am married. We have one child. I'm mill to mill, so my wife, she's actually air traffic control. She's deployed right now. So that's really what I define myself as. For the for the most part, I like hanging out, you know, drinking beer, good hobby there. And I've been to Germany and Edwards have been my only two duty stations. But, you know, being at, here at Edwards, I feel like I've been at 15 different bases with the amount of stuff that we do here. But yeah, I'm an ALS instructor now. So I'm in leadership school and I've been doing that for about three years and I have one year to go and I'm excited. Man, that is awesome. So you said you love drinking beer. So what is your go-to beer? Ooh, that's that's really hard. I love a lot. I Anything Lucky Luke's or, or Bravery here, local stuff, I'll, I'll take. I've recently been going into the IPAs, and I, I don't know how to look back. I love them. They're delicious. IPA. So I'm not an IPA fan. I'm more on the, the lagers. I like the lagers. I do like Lucky Luke's. Lucky Luke's is pretty good. So where are you from? So I'm here from California. So I grew up in the Central Valley a lot of the time. So it's it's a very weird environment just because we have, you know, a lot of agriculture, a lot of a lot of field work and stuff like that, which is an incredible thing of that area. And then we also have stuff like the sequoias and Yosemite and everything like that. I love where I grew up. Uh, I wish I could go back home, but it's outside of where we can go right now. But yeah, it's definitely a good time. All right, cool. So you're from the Central Cali. Where's your go-to spot where you're from? Hometown. You're like, if you guys are going through my hometown. So it's Mexican food and you can get tacos there but this is this is hard so i'd have to say that what came to mind and there's this small rural town and very rural it's a maybe has a population of a couple thousand and they have a couple stoplights maybe they've changed since i've been there but it's called rosi california and it's there's a restaurant called la esperanza and they have amazing food there i used to go there as a kid i haven't gone in a long time but i'd say i'd still venture to say that that's an incredible worth your while restaurant ladies and gentlemen i will tell you this i can see her <laughs> picturing this food yeah right now as she's sitting there her mouth is a little bit watery yeah wipe the drool off a little bit i can tell you you're missing <laughs> the food a little bit <laughs> see you are airman leadership and school instructor has professional development always been your passion is this something you've always wanted to do i don't know I mean, there was, there was a point right before I came to this job that I wasn't even sure if I wanted to be in the military, right? It was, it was a, I was in a weird place. I think that once I kind of matured and grew up a little bit, because when I was an airman, I'll tell you what, PD was the last thing on my mind. I like to be honest with that because it's, it's expectations that we have to be real with, right? But as I've grown up and then I've realized that like, hey, the more I invest in myself, the better I am for everybody around me. As soon as that clicked in my head, that's when PD immediately changed. And that's when I was like, hey, I'm all for it. It's incredible. And I can be a better person for friends, family, wife, as a mother, as daughter, whatever the case is, as long as I continue to develop myself. Man, I think that's a great answer. So next question. Okay. Were you a student at the same schoolhouse you teach? Yes. Yes. How does that feel? 
Um, so it's very humbling because you never know where you're gonna end up, right? As I was walking through these halls, Tech Sergeant Sanchez, what is it, Sergeant Peralta, Chief Magus, right? And Lieutenant Sims now, that was a cadre at that time. And from them becoming the cadre teaching me to my coworkers, that right there is has probably been one of the most humbling experiences of my life because when I was in the room next door, sitting there as a student, learning from Sergeant Sanchez, I never thought that I would be the one on the other side of the podium. And to think that they felt that I was able to have this job and, and to everybody that supported it from the maintenance group to the test wing and stuff like that, getting me this job, it's, it's definitely humbling. Man, that's awesome. So I have the same similar story. Yeah. <laughs> so I was an airman in Dover Airman Leadership School. Same thing. I PD was PD. What is PD? <laughs> like, can you, is that just two letters? Does that make something up? I, I didn't know. Police department? Exactly. I was like, whoop, whoop, that's the sound <laughs> of the police. And so I never imagined myself being an instructor. Mm -hmm. I, and, and what's crazy is talk about how you matured and you grow. I don't think anybody at that time in their life, especially in the military, do you understand, oh my gosh, I'm responsible for molding the future of the Air Force. Like 10 years from now, I'm going to have students as masters, seniors, and chiefs. You might have taught the next chief master on the Air Force. Oh my gosh, I got a year left. What's next? So what do you do in the Air Force? So by trade, I'm actually PML, Precision Measurement Equipment Laboratory Techs. We're in a building with no windows and we calibrate and we test a lot of equipment. For example, for security forces, we calibrate the firing pins and stuff like that, that CATAM uses with maintenance from anything from pressure gauges, you know, some of the stuff that's used out in the airfield and everything. So it's a range of things, yeah. So now doing PME for four years, mm -hmm. about to go back to your career field in a year. What are some things that you know now that you didn't know then yeah. that you're gonna bring back to your uh, community. I'd say that as an airman, right, you kind of get into the, everything just keeps happening. You know, days are a little bit monotonous and stuff like that. But I'd say that with this job, I was able to realize what we all do and how important that all is. It doesn't matter if you're fuels, if you're, you know, phase maintenance, flight line maintenance, PML, we all bring something different. And I don't think that's something that I realized. And I don't think, not, and it's not like on my previous supervisors, they were incredible, but it's just more so of like, I don't think I completely understood that as an airman. And that's no fault on them. I'd say that's more so on me, maybe not seeing what was in front of me. So I'd say that's something that I definitely want to take back and be like, look, what you do matters and this is who it impacts. And I think that once airmen and NCOs and senior NCOs are able to realize that, the way that we look at things are going to be completely different. And that's what I'm hoping to do is like, hey, you matter and everything that you d do matters. You impact a lot of people and I th hopefully that helps them see a little bit of a selfless but self-worth type of thing. And so, uh, you know, you said one thing this morning that I, man, I loved and I'm going to steal it. Mm -hmm. So I think one thing that I've learned throughout my career is when I hear something, I steal it. Mm -hmm. I recreate it and make it my own because everything has already been set in mm -hmm. stone and created. Like there's nothing that we're going to say tomorrow and be like, I made that happen. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. And you know, you talk about if you can't do it in five minutes, just do it right now. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Taking that in mind, what is one thing that you have failed at? Failed at, let me see. So I failed a lot. <laughs> yeah, we've all failed a lot. Yeah, but what, what's one that, that maybe sticks in your mind every single day to, to motivate you with your passions and, and things in your life? I think that passing up certain opportunities maybe be out of fear, out of fear. I'd say whether it took five minutes or an hour, whatever the case is, I, I think that 
passing up on those opportunities because I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know how it was going to go. It was too uncertain for me. I think that that's been something that has attributed to a lot of things. Um, whether I wanted to play soccer before I joined the Air Force and then um, I was a little bit too scared to commit. So I went to something that I felt was a little bit more secure. And also I wanted to be part of something bigger. But I'd say just not taking advantage of opportunities, you know. Okay, so you brought up opportunities, and obviously, you know, you have a family, you're married, mill to mill. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you and your wife work together to ensure both of you are able to jump on some of those opportunities? You know, mm -hmm. with you know, obviously, we have a lot of people listening that you know are mill to mill, mm -hmm. um, or even not mill to mill. One person in the military, but I'm in the military, but my wife, my wife's not in the military, yeah. so she's about to start working on base, but mm -hmm. then. If I get orders, I got to drag her across. So, yeah. Or does she stay, you know, or am I going to a job for a year yeah. or a year and a half that's going to be really busy? Does it make mm -hmm. sense for her to stay here? Exactly. So it's some of the things that not a lot of people think about that mm -hmm. you have to process. Mm -hmm. And it is. I, at times I do feel bad because she knows this opportunity is really good for me and she doesn't want to take it away. But also I need to make sure I'm taking care of my family. It's the best decision for my for my family so yeah. how do you how do you and your wife kind of work through those yeah and and I'm glad that you brought that up because it's not something that's exclusive to mill to mill it, it happens with with anybody and even if your your spouse happened to stay at home right but she's going to come on base hopefully and it's one of those things where what helps us out is that we are 1000 percent honest we are honest about our intentions we're honest about our goals we're honest about what we see and what we want and we're honest about how we feel the other one is doing it so let's say that so la i brought up that last year we were trying to go to korea and the year before we were trying to do some other stuff and i've noticed that personally i've seen that she sacrificed a lot so i'm aware of that right but she's also honest enough to be like hey we've done a lot of stuff going your way but this is how i'm feeling and as soon as i stop feeling this way i'll let you know but i think it's having that honesty where I don't feel like, oh, is there something she's holding back? Is there something she's holding back? I, and I, as long as that stays mutual, I think we're going to be able to make the best decision always because if we're not honest with each other, then we're making our decisions based off of weird things. Imagine like watching a movie, right? And you're watching this movie and you're seeing like this couple conversate and you see one of them holding back and you're telling like, hey, say what you feel, say what you're thinking, what's going on. It'll only help the situation. We try to avoid that. So staying mindful no, of that. I think that's spot on. Things that you want to do outside of the military. Yeah. Are you intrigued by anything? Any hobbies that you might want to make more than a hobby? Oh my God. I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued by a lot, honestly, on a daily basis. There's there's a circus up here uh, constantly. Is there a yeah, there's a circus up here. Oh, there's a monkey. Okay, okay. <laughs> no. I was like, I was like, circus. Okay, during the crisis. During uh, COVID. Okay, all right. Virtual circus. No, nah, there's there's a monkey up here clashing its little symbols. You know, uh, I don't know. Right now, probably I'm gonna try to get into cooking. I just got a cast iron skillet, so I'm trying to see where that takes me. But uh, I'm trying to build up my home gym. I'm trying to learn more about wine because I love wine apparently. So <laughs> now, are you? Have you attempted to make your own wine? No, I have not. Are you going to try? I might one day. And maybe the the day is next week since I have that kind of time on my hands now. I, so I got an idea. What's that? Quarantine University. Quarantine University. Trying to make wine 101. Oh, my God. Trying. Keyword. Trying. <laughs> trying. Because think about it. Yeah. You don't know how to make wine. No. But trying. Yeah. Trying to make wine 101. Mm -hmm. Yeah, trying to make wine in? 101. So I, I'll do it. I'll challenge you to try and make... Try... Trying to make wine, mm -hmm. 101. Mm -hmm. If you do that, I will. You can shoot one back at me, and, okay. I'll, and I'll do it. What's something that you're curious about? Let's establish it Ooh, here. Oh man! So, <laughs> cooking. Cooking. I cannot cook. Chief okay. gives me such a hard time that I don't cook anything. 
Like, I literally flipped a pancake the other day, and it went from a pancake to a pancake with a beard. Oh, snap. It was that bad. Like a Santa Claus? But exactly. have you tried some of his recipes? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get into cookies after that. So, yeah. So, trying to make wine one-on-one mm-hmm. and trying to cook one-on-one. Okay. Trying to cook. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. All right. We will pick a day next week that I telework. Mm-hmm. And you're at home. Mm-hmm. So we'll pick a day next week. Yeah. And all right, so it's out there. It's out there. So hold I, us accountable, y'all. I like it. So that's this is happening though. I'm just letting you know. So you, you better start doing I'm your research. Start Amazoning today. all these tools. <laughs> okay. You better start researching today. So yeah. it is out there. So I like it. My wife is gonna be excited because she's been trying to get me in the kitchen to cook more. Let's do it. So um, no, I like it. So cooking, wine, yeah. gym. I so saw I've also been doing the in home gym. Uh, so my, my next goal is a squat rack, Ooh. Uh, but it's like so much back orders. Mm-hmm. So what's crazy is uh, Minot just, I think, bought out Rogue because they got squat racks All for All the missileers out there. Now I know why I can't get one. Heavy repping. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I don't see a bunch of Rogue racks around here. I don't know what we're doing. We must be doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Or you can just, you know, hit up EOD, Senior Kramer. You know, go hit up. Do they got squat. some over there? You know, they got some premier equipment. Over I there. did not know that. I know we were supposed to do a test. Their mm-hmm. new PT test over there, mm-hmm. and we haven't done it yet. Uh, but now, obviously, that's gonna be pushed back. So yeah. I was, I'm actually kind of excited because I was not like I'm in shape, but I just started picking up running again. <laughs> so it's like, oof. give yourself some time. Exactly. So you're curious about wine, cooking, mm-hmm. and gym. One piece of advice for everybody out there: Are these the things that like stimulate your mind and keep you kind of stress free? A little bit, yeah, just because when I work out, you know, after you finish a workout and you feel that like, all right, I'm, I'm getting better, right? I'm developing myself. And, and that feeling I find with like when I drink something different or eat something different, it's very intriguing to the point where I'm like, man, like I'm developing my palate. I'm developing my knowledge of how wine is supposed to taste, what's good, what's bad, what's cheap, what's expensive and stuff like that. And I think that it's just very challenging. All of those things with the workout form, repetition, it's all very like very critical, right? Same thing with cooking. You can what? A true chef can cook an egg a hundred in some ways, and it's just all of that out there. It's just it intrigues me because there's so much variety. I am the guy that puts too much salt in the food and like <laughs> tries to kill their friends. I'm that guy, <laughs> Mrs. Hardesty. I'm sorry <laughs> for your high sodium intake. <laughs> you need to say sorry to my friend Pierre Holly because I, I <laughs> two years ago I made him uh, some uh, potatoes and eggs. Oh, and, uh, so my friend Pierre, my friend Dream, and. When I made them this food, there was extremely too much salt. Mm-hmm. Like, like you ate it and you didn't even taste the food anymore. Yeah. It was like, man, you're trying to give me diabetes. Yeah, they're like, oh, man. <laughs> so that day I realized, like, I actually need to start reading some yeah. books. And so, so man, that's awesome, man. I, you know, do, is this something that you teach your students? Or do you talk about your students as an, as an instructor, as somebody that 12 to 16 students look up to every single day uh, for five weeks? Do you talk about some of the things that you do to release stress? And do you kind of try to maybe teach them because obviously you know they're stressed out from ALS mm-hmm. already maybe they already have life stressors as mm-hmm. well so you know what are some of the things you're doing to, to make them better so when they leave here they can they can do the same for their airmen yeah so I'm really glad you brought that up because so A1C Fabian and even senior airman Fabian was a I'm going to keep my personal life personable you're going to know my first name and my last name if we're acquaintances otherwise nothing and I think what the students have taught me is to show them that I'm also a human being as in hey I struggle mentally hey I might have some weird emotional tendencies hey um, I might fail at some things and succeed at some things so I share with them I'm like hey I love beer you know what I mean I love dogs I 
I love my family. I love being outdoors. I love camping and all these things. And and I think doing that, hopefully that shows them that like, hey, I'm, I'm not a robot. When you're listening to me, I'm not trying to be like on this high horse, on this soapbox type of thing. It's like, hey, we're on the same page. We're on the same team. I'm just on the different side of it. And I think that them learning that will hopefully help them. Man, that's awesome. So you never saw yourself being an ALS instructor, then mm-hmm. you become one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've killed it over the last couple of years. Now, what does the rest of your career look like? Because now I know you're committed to the Air Force. Yeah. What are some things that are on that list? You know, whether it's, you know, making making promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any other certain jobs? When I came out of Airman Leadership School, I was like, man, like, I would love to be a commandant at the mm-hmm. same schoolhouse. I was a student and a teacher. I don't think anybody is out there that's going to get me back to Dover. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that list has evolved. Like, I would love to be a commandant. I would also love to be at the uh, Air Force Academy, Mm -hmm. be a training NCO out there. Mm -hmm. I would love to be at the Pentagon. So, you know, my list has grown, and I'm coming up on my two years here. Mm -hmm. So now I'm I'm in that perfect window of starting to, to be able to see what opportunities are out there. Yeah. So what are yours? I don't know. So before I used to think that I had everything mapped out, And uh, a little bit of what we brought up earlier, I just want to make sure that every opportunity that is in front of me, I take advantage of, that I give it my best. Because you know that regret where it's like, I could have done better. I hate that feeling. And uh, I'm hoping to not do that. But I'm going back to P-Mail. I'm hoping that once I get back in there, I'm going to have to learn from the youngins about how everything's going, you know. So that's step one. Step two is just like, hey, hopefully see different labs and, and be able to learn. When I wanted to do MTI for a while and I still want to if that opportunity comes in the future that'd be cool but the Air Force is just full of so many things DSDs like lateral slots within your career field and and I already have the AT SEI and stuff like that so that'll be cool but I want to stay on stay long term I I love the Air Force and yeah hopefully get to travel a little bit more see new things learn more things right because I don't want learning to stop as a staff tech or senior airman I want to still be learning as a chief and I feel like when I stop learning I probably stopped seeing things and and hope maybe that's my time to go right but yeah hopefully just learn capitalize be the best you guys heard that if you didn't hear anything when she is a chief i like it oh <laughs> i like it so she, did, didn't she, realize, didn't, she didn't even realize i didn't realize i said that you did so no and i you know i i think it's good you know mm-hmm. we got to have aspirations of things you know and a lot of people will say you know oh cool you know when you say that and people hear it some people think like oh th- then everything you do after this is just so you can make mm-hmm. master and senior and chief mm-hmm. it's you're not chasing when you're doing what you love to do. Exactly. And I think that's one thing that I've realized throughout my career. You know, you know, I'm a defender, but everybody that knows me is I've done very little defender. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done PME, and now I'm an exec, and mm-hmm. I've done things outside lateral across my career field. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've raised my hand plenty of times and jumped on opportunities. And so I, I think one thing, piece of advice, you know, if I was to give you, mm-hmm. as you've given me uh, over the last 20 minutes, is continue learning. Mm-hmm continue chasing and doing what you love to do Mm -hmm. and do what makes sense for you and your family Mm -hmm. and i say that because there was a lot of people that didn't want me to be the exec they were like yo that is not good for your career you've only been back a year and you really didn't even do a year you know as a flight chief Mm -hmm. i need to do what's good for me Mm -hmm. and i needed you know i i think when i was in als i did one thing i learned was that the rest of my career i'm always going to do what i love mm-hmm. so i'm going to chase what i love and if i promote amongst the way that's awesome like you said man when you come into work it's not really work when you come to school i know it's not work mm-hmm. you come in you're with your students you're hanging out the days fly and you can set that same environment when you go back to p yeah like and that's what a lot of people don't understand it's like oh man like it's going to be so different when i go back it's not 
Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not. You're doing 90% of the things you do in Amber Leadership School as an instructor, you can do back in PMIL. It's just now you're in a different location. Yeah. You're with different people, and you're doing a little bit of a different job. So, mm-hmm. now nah, it, it is an amazing thing to see. Uh, I know Edwards is going to miss you, but you still got a year left. Yeah, still so got a year left. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> but, uh, man, I appreciate you jumping on today. You got any last words? Uh, any last words is uh, don't be your biggest enemy, and nobody's path is the same. So I know you brought up that some people are like, hey, man, it's not that great. It's like, hey, your your story is still being written. You know, don't set those boundaries. That's it. Thanks. Thanks, man. It was awesome. Man, exactly. Hey, you guys have a wonderful day and we are out.